When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're once again the Super Bowl champions. An amazing, an amazing match, uh, toppling the Eagles 38-35. Three points separating um, arguments that either side could have won that, and they absolutely could. But joining us now to relive a wonderful afternoon that might have included hot dogs, Budweiser, buffalo wings, the whole shebang, and even Rihanna at the halftime show. It is uh, Shiraz Soyser. He is the coach of our national flag football team. Um, I loved it yesterday, Shiraz. What about you? Yeah, no, look, uh, thanks for that, mate. It was, it was a highlight of the season, wasn't it, in the football calendar, and, and you know, it... It attracts a lot of casual fans as well, and it attracts people who don't really watch the sport. So it was really good that we had a exciting and sort of entertaining game as well, um, just for the general audience. Just looking at a few facets of the game, going into the game, the, the Eagles had a really highly respected defence line. Were you surprised to see their line somewhat ineffective, zero sacks in a Super Bowl, which you wouldn't have imagined going into the game? Yeah, look, I think the, the telling thing for me is they were sort of really focused on on the pass game. And yes, Patrick Mahomes had a good game. You know, he he made big plays when it mattered. But what they really couldn't stop was the Kansas City um, running game. So Isaiah Pacheco, you know, got over five yards a carry, which is which is really good outing for a running back. Uh, and the entire, you know, not just the D-line, but the entire box, their D-line and their linebackers just couldn't stop that. What that allowed for is it allowed Mahomes to have platforms of short, you know, second downs and, and, and short third downs to really to really make them pay. Um, and I think that was a big part of the game. So, you know, they focused on one aspect, uh, but really they weren't as well-rounded as they usually are. Speaking of Mahomes, he, he looked to tweak his ankle at the end of the first half again and really struggled to get off the field. I, I didn't know if he'd come back, but um, how much did their game plan or how much was their game plan enforced to be changed in the second half due to that tweak? Look, I think uh, I think they ended up going with a, a very similar game plan to what they had. You know, you saw Mahomes still have a couple of runs in the game uh, in the second half. Uh, he obviously do a lot more in straight lines than he than he could do sort of um, uh, you know trying to make defenders miss. But that's not part of his game anyway. So I think for the most part, it was actually quite a phenomenal effort by Mahomes because he he sort of just t- said to the team that we'll just carry on as normal and he'll he'll gut it through and he and he did that you know and, and it's really hard anyone who's had a high ankle sprain to tell you that's one of the hardest ankle injury or injuries to sort of you know uh, to get back from and and yeah phenomenal effort I bet the adrenaline sort of kicked in at some stage and helped him along that Travis Kels I want to talk to you about him he's he received for 81 yards average 13 and a half him and Mahomes I mean there's there's been fantastic duos uh, on Super Bowl glory as well is there a better combination in the NFL than these two at the moment no, I can't think so. I mean, look, the, the beauty about it is Travis Kelsey's not, the, you know, you wouldn't look at him and go, he's the most athletic or, you know, the, the most physically imposing player. Uh, there, there's other players who sort of 
you know, meet those boxes and exceed that. But he's so creative, and and the two of them just have such a good connection. You know, they know where to go when things break down. They know quick adjustments. They don't need to signal. They just, you know, there is a, a layer of a level of communication that's sort of implied between the two, um, and that's that's so hard to get. You know, that's sort of the, the the place that most receivers want to get to with their quarterback, and those two have it in droves, uh, and are you know extremely talented in their own right. So no, I don't think there's a better better connection out there. I do have to mention Eagles quarterback. He did everything he could to get Philadelphia side across the line. He threw for a touchdown, ran in three more himself. Um, he just about carried the Eagles to Super Bowl on his back. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, you, you've got to feel sorry for Jalen Hurts. He did just about everything. You know, like you said, he 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 led their ru- rushing game, um, and he also was. Uh, instrumental in the passing game and, and his usual sort of detractors, you know, we'd go on to say, we'll talk about his accuracy, but, you know, 37 for 38, that's that's a really good good line for over 300 yards in the game, um, as well as the 70 yards on the ground and the three touchdowns. Uh, one thing that, you know, he is able to do so well is is teams can't really stop them on short yardage situations. A quarterback that athletic uh, with the ability to not just run, you know, you saw the the, the, the quarterback keepers uh, and the sneaks uh, executed quite well, but also in general his running off, off platform and when things break down. Um, I think we're starting to see quarterbacks, you know, that type of quarterback now be- the the norm and, and sort of the meta, uh, if you'd like, in the league. So um, Jalen Hurts is, is someone who's definitely leading the way in that. In a high-scoring game like this, it's usually a big play by the defence that can can make the difference. But it was Kansas City special teams, and they did the job. Tony, the, the longest punt return in Super Bowl history was absolutely phenomenal. Used his blockers magnificently. You normally think of a big punt return; it's going to be flat-out speed, but he 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 pegged himself back and stayed behind his blockers. But you go back to the punt that allowed that, and he's an Aussie punter. How do you think he felt at that time? Yeah, look, that's that's a tough one, right? Because I'm sure the special teams coach probably wanted that ball out of bounds, um, and that's the reality of it. In those sort of situations, you don't, you know, you don't let that sort of magic happen when when there's you know such a short such a short period of time left in the game. So I think he'll be kicking himself, but it's not just down to him. It's, it, there's 11 guys on the field uh, in reality, and, and someone should have made that tackle. And and just looking at sort of real short clips of it, it looked like you know, the, the, the entire. Um, um, punt group was, was sort of out of position and you can't do that with someone like Kadarius Tony. there he's just such a phenomenal athlete he'll make you pay and he did I want you to put on your black and white striped top a cap uh, very tight pants and fill your pockets with flags <laughs> uh, because at the end of the game there was a penalty call it was a hold against uh, Philadelphia's Bradbury I watched it I just thought no not in this big game do you think it was the right call no, I, I tend to agree with you. You know, like if you look at it on, on its merits and on a very technical basis, you can make an argument. And, and you know, James Bradbury, for to his credit, came out and sort of admitted that um, that yes, he did tug on the jersey. And technically, yes, that is a, a holding penalty. But when you look at two things, one where the ball was thrown to, you know, it was quite a long way out. It would take quite a big hole to sort of prevent the receiver from getting there and also the the moment and the stage uh, uh, you know I find that a very very tough flag to throw now I, I don't know if that would have completely changed the the equation it would have meant that Jalen Hurts had a minute 20 or so 
you know, to get them back into field goal range. But, you know, it, it sort of, the way he was playing, he'd probably have to give that at least as a 50-50. But, yeah, you know, I think that was a tough call to make in that situation. Now, we're in the off-season. It's just started, of course. Does Philadelphia have the backbone, a spine, to make a decent run again at the Super Bowl? Or are they done? I think their offense does. I mean, you know, you've got to assume that they extend Jalen Hurts now to a big contract. Um, but the the thing I'd be looking for in the off-season is what happens to their defense, uh, and particularly their defensive line. They've got a couple of players who are coming off contract and are going to want a, going to want big deals. So it's whether they can keep their their defense together, and that quite often makes a big deal with teams like this. So you know, two things to look for with them: how do they draft? Um, you know, what do they focus on? That suggests they're probably focused on that defensive side of the ball. Uh, whether they can extend Jalen Hurts, which is probably going to be their priority, and you know, you can't have everything. So how they manage their their defense in the off season is going to be key. Couple of things not to do with Super Bowl. Tom Brady's officially retired. People were expecting Aaron Rodgers to do the same, but there's speculation that he might shift from Green Bay to the New York Jets. I'd welcome that because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan and I think he's cooked. Um, do you think that's a likely move? Look, I mean, uh, I wouldn't consider that a bad fit in all honesty. I think the Jets, you know, they've got a good defense, they've got some pieces around him. That can help, you know. That, that can sort of prolong his career and give him a few, uh, a few extra uh, seasons in the tank at a, at a high level. You know, as a Bears fan, who's seen him sort of dominate our division for years, I'd love to sort of see the back of him finally. Um, but in, in, you know, in fairness, uh, what's he doing? A, a bit of a darkness retreat or something to try and <laughs> figure out where he where he wants to go. So let's see how that goes. But I, I wouldn't count him out. As I, I guess the, what I've learned the hard way, being a Bears fan for the last. You know, couple of decades with him around. It's you just never count him out, especially in some of these big situations when he's got a team around him. I did hot dogs and hot wings yesterday. What did you do for Super Bowl? Yeah, so we we had something similar. We had the hot dogs, the loaded fries, uh, wings, and and you know a few other bits and pieces. But <laughs> it was probably one of the the first Super Bowls we didn't really go out and do anything uh, with a big group with, with the weather. Obviously, usually it's usually having a a bunch of mates over or, or doing it at one of the big venues. Um, so, yeah, it was a little bit different. Um, had the young family with me and, and, you know, we all enjoyed a good game of football, although my daughter preferred um, a bit of Paw Patrol in the other room halfway through, so you can't blame her for that. <laughs> and potentially Rihanna too. Before we go, yeah. uh, Shiraz, you, you are the coach of the national flag football team. You must have been delighted that flag was part of the Pro Bowl uh, weekend. Yeah, look, I mean, it's it's part of a really big push from the NFL to get flag uh, in as a mainstream sport. It's so accessible; it's it's easier to play. And, and you know, like my background, I, I still come from a contact background, and all our all our players, for the most part, come from a contact background. But with flag, it really, you know, it, it takes the 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 really fun skills part of the game into sort of a basketball type environment, um, which you're seeing such massive growth around the world. You know, we're going to be playing the Intercontinentals later this year, where we've um, where we it's Oceania in Asia, you know, and we're playing the teams from Japan, South Korea, Australia, Papua New Guinea, you know, um, Malaysia, Singapore, etc. And you know, sport in the part of the world which you never really. 
expect to to be that big, but um, all of that growth really is around flag, and and you can see why the NFL is really big behind it because it, it you know it has a lot of diversity in the game. It allows women to compete in in football, which you know in America was really a non uh, uh, you know not, not something really see. Um, and obviously they're building towards the Olympics in 2028, which they're trying to push for it being included as a uh, demonstration sport because it's in LA and they get a big five. Um, they think they're pretty close to getting that over the line, and and would be would be very supportive if they if they do, and very keen to sort of make sure we're in there at some stage as well. Absolutely, um, fantastic to talk to you today. Uh, really enjoyed it. So uh, you can put your feet up and um, just recover from an amazing NFL season. And um, we wish you all the best. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, mate. Go well. Here he is Shiraz Soisa. He is the head coach of the New Zealand Flag Football Team. We'll take a break and we'll come back.